Hello, and welcome to Mr. Sorensen's weekly World History Podcast. This week, we will continue our discussion on ancient Egypt by covering their government, written language, trade, economy, and the old, middle, and new kingdoms. We started this week by talking about hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics was the written language of the ancient Egyptians. It is made up of thousands of picture symbols that represent words. We looked at how we kind of do that today with things like emojis. An emoji represents a word or emotion, and if you send it to someone, they'll know what you're trying to tell them without any words at all. That's kind of how hieroglyphics work. Few people could read or write, only the rich, but the ones that could afford it would go to a special school and become a scribe. For a long time, we had no idea what the hieroglyphics said. That was till about 200 years ago when some French soldiers outside of the city of Rosetta in Egypt discovered a huge stone, it's like eight foot tall. And it, and it had the same short story written on it in three different languages, ancient Greek and demonic, which is a later form of Egyptian language, and hieroglyphics. Since Egyptologists could read Greek and demonic, they were able to use those to figure out what the hieroglyphics said. The Rosetta Stone was the key to understanding the hieroglyphics. The head of the Egyptian government was the pharaoh. The pharaoh's power was absolute, which means they had total power. If the pharaoh said something was a law, then it was a law without any discussion. They were the head of the military and police force. They made sure taxes were collected. They controlled the food supply to make sure that even in bad times, they would have some food to eat. And they were even considered to be a god, which made them the head of the religion too. Being considered a god gave them a ton of power over their people, but it could also be bad too. Pharaohs, since they were considered to be gods, would be blamed for things like bad weather, a poor harvest, or an illness spreading. Since they were supposed to be gods, people would have felt that they should have been able to stop those things. Although the pharaohs had the power, they are not going to actually get their hands dirty doing real work. The pharaoh's right-hand men were the visors, and there was usually two, but there could have been more. They would be the ones actually making sure the pharaoh's orders were being followed. They would oversee the work. Underneath the visors were the governors. Egypt was split into state-like things called gnomes. The pharaohs would choose a governor to keep an eye on each gnome. The government, the governor would be pretty powerful in that, in their gnome, but they would still have to answer back to the visors and the pharaoh. Underneath the governors were other government officials. They were the ones who were actually doing the work. So this is people like tax collectors, grain counters, generals, among others. They could be pretty powerful, but they would have to answer to the governors, viziers, and ultimately the pharaoh. The Egyptians also traded with their neighbors all around the Mediterranean Sea and to the south. Their biggest trading partner was Punt, which would be in modern-day African countries of Sudan and Ethiopia. From Punt, they traded for ebony, gold, incense, ivory, timber, wild animals, and slaves. Some other goods they traded for with other places were olive oil, pottery, and bronze. Since the Egyptians were very good at growing grain, 
they would often train their grain for the goods they wanted with, from other people. They would also trade fruits and vegetables with these places. In around 3100 BC, so 5,119 years ago, Pharaoh Menes united the kingdoms of Upper and Lower Egypt. Menes is considered to be the first Pharaoh. Egypt, ancient Egyptian history is usually split into three parts, the Old, Middle, and New Kingdoms. The Old Kingdom lasts from 2686 BC to 2125 BC, so around 561 years. It is during this time that most of the pyramids were built, including Khufu's Great Pyramid. During the Middle Kingdom, from 2055 BC to 1650 BC, Egypt conquered the Nubians to the south and the Syrians to the east. This time period in history is mostly known for its amazing art and literature. Um, artists made beautiful statues and writers wrote love poems. During the New Kingdom, which lasts from 1550 BC to 1070 BC, Egypt became even more rich and powerful. Pharaohs have huge statues and monuments built mostly to honor themselves. Egypt's army conquers Kush, Nubia, Israel, and Lebanon. This is also the time period of Ramses the Great, Hatshepsut, and King Tut, which we'll go into in a lot more detail later. So your chance for a five point bonus on the quiz is, what year was the Rosetta Stone discovered? In order to get the five points, you need to write the answer to that question at the bottom of your bubble sheet on your quiz Friday. Again, the question is, what year was the Rosetta Stone discovered? Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week on Mr. Sorensen's Weekly World History Podcast. Ciao, Bella.